0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today is from Psalm 95, and it's all about thanksgiving. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord, let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into His presence with thanksgiving. Let's make a joyful noise to Him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In His hand are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are also his. The sea is his, for he made it. And his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Dear friends of Christ, I don't know if this sounds familiar, but uh, it's from the Order of Matins. The, that morning service that we have from time to time. And, and so for this Thanksgiving, I thought we'd, we'd focus on that. Uh, from the first word of our text, it's the most important word, really, come. Come. Our entire psalm is about Thanksgiving from beginning to end, and the, and the first word is the most important, come. Uh, during the Middle Ages, the monks in their monasteries would begin each day with a service that they developed called matins. And they would gather together in morning prayer to give thanksgiving to the Lord. And, of course, that's a a good spiritual thing to do each day. And and they would begin, but they would not sing Matins in English. They would sing Matins in Latin. So the word is venite, come. Venite, come. The first word is an imperative. God commands you. Come. Come come into the sanctuary, come and sing my praise, come and give me thanks, venite. So the first thing, if we want to get Thanksgiving right, is to come. And so that's our theme this morning, or this evening. I wrote down morning. <laughs> you have come, and it's good that you've come Uh Congratulations, good job, because that's what the psalmist is teaching us today, right? Thanksgiving begins with arriving. Arriving in the sanctuary, coming to worship Him, coming to give thanks, coming to sing your hymns, coming to say the prayers. With all the preparations you have for tomorrow, with the families coming in, the places possible you have to go, you've laid all of that aside, and you've chosen to come. Come and give thanks. To come and give thanks to the Lord for His Mercy endures forever. Our text says it this way. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come. Let us come into His presence with thanksgiving. And let us make a joyful noise to Him with songs of praise. That's what we've been doing. Hymn after hymn. Thanksgiving, it flows from within. And I hope that as you're singing these hymns, that it's flowing from your heart. It's so easy to show up for a thanksgiving service and just have it be a you know something that we do an activity without engaging your heart and being thankful but when you truly stop to think of all that we've been saying and all that yet in the service will be said we're thankful for a god who blesses us so much and it flows from within but thanksgiving just begins within as an individual but the very nature of thanksgiving isn't that we keep it quiet the very nature of thanksgiving is that it becomes public the very nature of thanksgiving is it becomes corporate is that we all gather together in the presence of god in the sanctuary to acknowledge to you and you acknowledge to me god is the provider of all things god is great and we're not ashamed We're not ashamed to acknowledge with all the fellow redeemed of First English and and the the visitors and guests who join us and we make music to the Lord. We sing hymns of thanksgiving. We lift up our voices. Why? Because God deserves it. Our God deserves it for all the things He's done, blessing us physically, blessing us spiritually. Martin Luther reminds us of all that in his small catechism, which we read just a little while ago. He says, God provides us with all the wants of our bodies, such as food and drink and clothing and shoes, house and home, fields, cattle, money, goods, a pious, godly spouse, pious and godly children, pious and godly servants, pious and godly, faithful rulers, and good government and good weather, peace and health, discipline, honor and good friends. Faithful neighbors and the like. You know, so if you hear all of this and you've been reading all of this and you come to this service and you keep quiet about it all in this hour of worship that we're gathered here to give thanks and you're not making a joyful noise in your heart to God and you're not singing hymns of praises, you're doing the National Day of Thanksgiving and thanks to God a great disservice. So you sing. And so you come to participate. And even those of you who can't tar- carry a tune, you know, at least you join us by following along with the words, or some of you who can't carry a tune, you don't care. And you join and you sing in anyway because you know that God doesn't care about what is in the voice. He cares about what is in the heart. And we know we're forgiven. We know we're spiritually blessed. We know we're the people of God, and and we praise Him. We come to gather, we just can't keep our mouth shut. And as we come, we come with thanksgiving, even though there are things in your life perhaps that you're not so thankful for. We come and we're thankful, even though there are burdens and anxieties and maybe fears in your life. We come and we make music in our hearts to God. We come into His sanctuary. We enter into His presence, and we sing, and we praise, and we give thanks. And all this praise is a foretaste. It's just a taste. It's a a prelude of the coming feast that we're going to have in heaven and the great thanksgiving we'll have in His coming kingdom for all eternity. Thanksgiving, whether it's in heaven or thanksgiving, whether it's on earth, is something that God deserves. It's always, thanksgiving is always declaring what God has done. That's what thanksgiving is. I'm thankful because God has done something. I'm thankful because God has done something for me. Psalm 95 gets to the heart of the matter. It says, For the Lord is a great God. He's a great King above all gods. The deep places of the earth are in His hands. The strength of the hills is, the hills is His also. And the sea is His, for He made it and He formed the dry land. Thanksgiving is all about who God is and what He's done. And, of course, we acknowledge that. It, it, we, all, we all have our personal taste, our personal preferences, but it's not about us. Thanksgiving is about God. It's about giving thanks. It's not us being self-serving and grumbling and complaining because things aren't the way we want them, but acknowledging that we have a great, good, faithful God. As sinners, we must be shrunk down. Before we give thanks, we have to make ourselves small. And so God brings up, our psalmist brings up the sea and the vastness of the sea. You stand at the edge of the ocean and you look out. If you've ever been to the ocean, it's overwhelming. And there's no land on the other side. And if you know, if you were to venture out into that wild blue Yonder that you just keep going and going and going and going and going and going, larger than any desert. The vastness of the sea. The vast waters make us feel small. In ancient times, the seas were unknown. The seas were uncharted. And so the seas represented everything that that we can't control. The seas represented the things that threaten us, the things in life that scare us, the things that terrify us, the things that are beyond our ability to to mold and shape and control. But worship, when we come to God, it puts it all in perspective. Worship thanksgiving makes us small, and we acknowledge He's the one, He's the giver of all good things. We are small in comparison to the vastness of the sea, of the unknown. God is not small in comparison to the vastness of the unknown. God created the unknown, God made the unknown. He understands the unknown, He controls the unknown. And what we deem to be unknown, He is the master seaman. the captain, the creator. And so when our hearts are out of control with thanksgiving, we praise God. Thank you, God, for being a great God. You're the one who created the seas and everything that's in them. The strength of the hills is yours also. Psalm 95 reminds us, for for the sea is his and he made it. In other words, the waves, those things that threaten to wash you away, The power of the waters, those frightening things, those things that keep you awake at night that you worry about, the things that you can't control, God controls them. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. There is nothing beyond His grasp. There is nothing beyond His power. He controls them for you. He made the seas, everything in it, the wind and the waves. And with faithful hearts, our doubts and fears shrivel away to His greatness. Thanksgiving begins as we come. We come into His sanctuary, we come into His presence with thanksgiving, we come with our hymns of praises, and then thanksgiving continues as we open up our mouths, as we confess with our lips, as we move with our hearts, and it continues as we lift up our voices together in prayer, and we lift up our voices together in thanksgiving to make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth, and to trust Him with all our troubles. And again, thanksgiving involves not just my heart and my mind, The Bible says it involves my entire being, my body and soul and and everything. Let let our entire being thank the Lord. Everything that is within me, praise His holy name. Oh, come, let us worship, let us bow down, and let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. Bowing down, making us small. We all know what bowing down is. We all know what kneeling is before the Lord. Making us small small, so that we can understand the vastness of His control. When you bow down, you make yourself small, and Thanksgiving is all about shrinking us down to size. Thanksgiving helps us put things in perspective. I'm small, but He's not. I have fears, He has none. I, don't, I can't control things, He controls all things. So we see things as they they are. We're created by God, we're directed by God, and everything is run by God. Uh, Our thoughts are not His thoughts, our ways are not His ways, says, says the Bible, right? And it doesn't matter. Martin Luther says, when speaking about these things we can't understand, he said, if you cannot understand how these things could be, then grant the Holy Spirit the honor of being more learned Than you, For you are to deal with Scripture in such a way that you bear in mind that God Himself has said what is written. I am God. I am in control. Give me thanks and praise. And the psalmist says, let us then worship, let us bow down, let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. And you know what it means to bow down. You know what it means to kneel, to make us even smaller. And then the word worship. The word worship literally means to to lay down on our bellies to prostrate ourselves. You can't get any smaller than that before the Lord. Worship. Get on your bellies. Make yourself small. The psalmist reminds us because He's our God. We're the people of His pasture. We're the sheep of His hand and He feeds us. And he cares for us and he provides us. You are his and he is your shepherd and he loves you. The psalmist tells us in Psalm 95, it teaches us that that thanksgiving begins with us coming into his presence. Thanksgiving continues with us singing praises, singing the hymns, because we're the people of his pasture. The plenty we receive is the plenty he provides. The plenty we enjoy is a plenty he supplies. Food, drink, house, home, wife, children, all good gifts. All from his hand, from thanksgiving. And all those good gifts culminate until Christ returns. And when he returns, he's going to welcome you into his new kingdom and the land flowing with milk and honey on a new earth with your new glorified bodies. And you know what he's going to say? Come. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus into life everlasting. Amen.